0: Welcome to the Neuropathy Support Group and Podcast. I'm Chris, and I'm so glad you tuned in. It's my hope with this podcast to help all of us gather information that might help those that need support dealing with this debilitating issue. Before we get started, let's get the formalities out of the way with a medical and privacy disclaimer. I am not a doctor or medical professional. The information on this podcast is from personal experiences, and is meant for group support. Additionally, the information discussed is not meant to diagnose, treat, or cure any underlying conditions associated with neuropathy. All names here within are private and will not be shared with any outside sources. Please consult your health care provider before making any health decisions. If you have medical concerns or an immediate emergency, please contact your doctor or dial 911 well hello everyone out there how you doing hope you had a great week here it's starting to finally rain so we're supposed to have a couple good storms come through here in california so i'm hoping this is just the start of what's going to be coming up here for this next four or five months i love it love the rain this is the best time for me to get through with my pain i mean i've been hurting quite a bit this week but I'm overcoming it now and I feel a lot better today. Well, we're going to get into our opiate discussions now, which is going to take probably about three or four weeks to go through because I'm going to be talking about different products. Um, You know, and I want to make sure that I get all the correct information and this is for you so you know what these products are. But I don't make any suggestions of what you should take or, you know, these medications, taking them without a doctor's advice is wrong. Some of these are very powerful medications and should be used in supervision with a doctor. The first one we're going to be talking about in this episode is called ketamine. Now, Ketamine is usually used in uh, hospitals for anesthesia and and for pain and it's only used at certain times and this is something that has been talked about quite often that's why i wanted to kind of bring it up and put it in this series of episodes we're going to be talking about opiates because it's starting to become a product now that you can get from your doctor there's oral uh, ketamine now so that's what we're going to be talking about today So just sit back and enjoy this talk. And thanks for being here. Ketamine is a medication that doctors use as an anesthetic to induce loss of consciousness. Under the Controlled Substance Act, health experts consider ketamine a Schedule III non-narcotic substance. And there we go again with the schedules. Schedule III. The drug is a Schedule III non-narcotic that the Food and Drug Administration has approved for use only as a general anesthetic. However, doctors sometimes prescribe it for off-label uses, such as depression. Off-label means using the drugs to treat conditions the FDA has not approved. Some people use ketamine for its hallucinogenic properties. Ketamine can sedate, incapacitate, and cause short-term memory loss. And because of this, some people use it as a date rape drug. While ketamine is safe to use in controlled medical practices, it becomes hazardous if someone takes it for recreational use as it may result in potentially life-threatening adverse effects. So now we're going to be talking about what is ketamine. Doctors use it to induce general anesthesia for medical procedures that do not require muscle relaxation. General anesthesia denotes a sleep-like state, while dissociative refers to effect of feeling disconnected. Ketamine can produce hallucinations similar to other drugs, such as LSD and PCP or angel dust. Hallucinations are distorted Perceptions of sound and sight. Now here's some uses that is usually used for therapeutic uses. The FDA has approved ketamine for general anesthesia only, but the drug has some off label uses. So what does ketamine do? It helps with inducing general anesthesia. Doctors use ketamine to induce general anesthesia alone and with other general anesthesia such as nitrous oxide. They use it in the emergency department setting to produce soft, short-term sedations when reducing fractures, treating joint dislocations, and repairing wounds in, in co- cooperative individuals such as children, treating pain. Practitioners use low doses that do not produce dislocation dislocation to relieve severe pain from following conditions trauma fractures abdominal pain arm and leg pain or low back pain so treating uh, status for epileptics status epileptics is when a person has a seizure that lasts longer than five minutes or has more than one seizure within five minutes. This is a form of status epileptics that does not respond to standard anti-seizure drugs. It is a severe disease that can cause brain damage and death. A 2015 study found that ketamine may effectively treat RSE. However, further research is necessary to verify the study findings and prove that safety of using ketamine to treat this condition. All right, treating depression. Research in 2017 notes that some studies indicate ketamine can quickly relieve depression in people who do not respond well to other treatments. Despite despite these positive results, The authors warn that data on the use of ketamine for this condition are limited, so practitioners should consider the risks of the drug before prescribing it. A 2016 study cautions that the inappropriate use of ketamine is a worldwide health problem due to its hallucinogenic properties. With this in mind, they urge doctors to Prescribe standard antidepressants before trying ketamine for depression. So that, how does ketamine help with treating anxiety? Research on the use of ketamine for anxiety is scarce. However, one study suggests that it may help people with social anxiety disorder. This condition involves a marked fear of social situations. The 2017 clinical trial tested the drug on 18 participants and concluding and concluded that it might effectively treat this problem. Because several other trials indicate ketamine may have significant anti-anxiety effects, the authors of this page encourage future studies to explore this possible benefit more fully. Now we're going to start on the effects. The most common effects, side effects of ketamine at prescribed doses include drowsiness, double vision, confusion, nausea, vomiting, dizziness, and the feeling of unease. Ketamine can also produce an extensive array of other symptoms that affect many parts of the body but they are most they are less common. So you know what, I mean, why, I just don't, you look at this, at the effects of this product, but it doesn't seem like there's anything really harmful because a lot of the medications you probably take already cause these issues too, along with it. But still, a doctor's advice is, is better than anything else because they know the medications you're already taking they're going to know if there's going to be any more going to be any severe effects to what you're doing, so you still need to be uh, careful. Now let's talk about the risks. Evidence shows that ketamine is safe for use in people with a wide range of age when taken correctly. However, ketamine is only safe when a person takes their, the drug that their doctor has prescribed for a specific reason. Despite the general safety, ketamine has the following risks. Respiratory depression. This can happen in an overdosage or if the rate of administration is rapid. Emergence reactions. Such reactions include agitation or confusion with the post-operative recovery period. Due to this effect, practitioners should only monitor anyone who has high inter- pressure, liver damage. The administration of ketamine may cause liver dysfunction and cognitive or thinking. Some research reports that these effects occur in children. Not much being said there at all. Doctors do not recommend ketamine for people of any age who have conditions in which high blood pressure could lead to an aneurysm, uncontrolled high blood pressure, heart attack. The drug is also not suitable for individuals with schizophrenia or who are pregnant or breastfeeding. Alright, next topic is coming down. The day after taking ketamine, a person may experience the following. Disorientation, aches and pains, impaired judgment, anxiety and clumsiness. You know, those are things I pretty much already deal with, and if this is gonna make it more severe, I don't think this is the right choice for me. All right, as a drug of abuse. Ketamine makes people feel detached from their environment, eases pain, and produces hallucinations, which has led to its inappropriate use. Individuals who take ketamine recreationally report sensations, such as being separated from their body or a pleasant feeling of floating. Some people have an almost complete sensory detachment that they compare to their near-death experience. The drug is popular among teens and young adults at dance clubs. People who use it claim that ketamine trip is superior to a PCP or LSD trip because it produces short-term hallucinations that last 30 minutes to an hour hour instead of several hours. ketamine also causes individuals to have no memory of events that happen while they are under the influence. Due to this effects and its ability to sedate and incapacitate, some people use it as a date rape drug Perpetrators who use it in this manner may slip it into a beverage of the person they wish to mice because it is odorless and tasteless. It is important to note that ketamine is no longer safe when individuals take it inappropri- inappropriately. The danger increases with regular use since it can harm health life aspects. The side effects and risks can be so severe that they cause death. Ketamine and alcohol. No person with alcohol abuse disorder or alcohol intoxication should take ketamine, even in doctor prescribed doses, as it can cause death. But both alcohol and ketamine are central nervous system depressions. So the combined effects are dangerous. So one of the dangers of ketamine overdose involves high risk of accidents and injuries due to impaired alertness. High doses can also cause death that stems from their physical effects. An individual experiences any of the following symptoms, a bystander should call 911 to get immediate medical attention. Rigid muscles or inability to move, fast heartbeat, convulsions, High blood pressure, unconsciousness, and near-death experience. The control substance that classifies ketamine as a schedule 3 non narcotic drug. Because of its pain relieving and mental effects, it can cause dependence, the need to take higher doses to get the same effect and addiction. Like any other addiction, Ketamine can create a powerful bond that takes control of a person's life. It is critically important that an individual who engages in inappropriate use of ketamine get professional counseling and treatment. And in the summary here, summary, ketamine is a general anesthetic that doctors find useful in emergency room settings when performing procedures such as reducing fractures and treating joint dislocations some studies suggest the doctor may have other medical uses but more research is necessary to prove its safety and effectiveness in these areas it is important to distinguish between the valid medical uses and the non-medical uses of the drug although people with certain heart conditions should not take ketamine it is generally safe when a trained professional administers it in a clinical setting. So there you go. I hope that touched bases on everything about me for you. But again, it's one of those um, drugs that you really need to be careful. Um, when you When you're thinking about using something like this, please talk to your doctor first. Do not pick it upon yourself to take medications such as this because it can cause, you know, death. It could cause um, dependence on this drug and usually with the medications like this, you want to keep going higher and higher to get the same relief you got two months ago or a month ago. So it can be addicting. So that's why you need to be very careful. So next week I'm going to be talking about Kratom. I'm not sure if many of you have heard of it before, but it's kind of interesting also in the effects that it gives, but the dangers also. There's always dangers involved in taking something like a product like this one. So you need to be, again, diligent and be careful. Always talk to your doctor. But we'll talk about that next week. So thank you very much, all of you, for being here And hopefully you're enjoying these podcasts that I give every Monday. And I just want to say, be safe, take care, and I'll talk to you next Monday. Bye. As we come to a close, it's my hope this podcast and other sources, such as product reviews that I have discussed today, can better our lives and give us some relief dealing with neuropathy. This episode plus others are posted every Monday on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. And finally, whatever life throws at you, even if it hurts you, just be strong and fight through it. Remember, strong walls shake, but never collapse. Talk to you next Monday.